there, fellas. Welcome back to the Pretty Bubbles podcast with myself, Daryl, Matt, and Jamie. How are we doing, boys? Good. We're finally here after a win. Nice. Too bad. It's a happy pod for once. A clean sheet. What more can you ask for? Jamie predicted it. 2 0 West Ham. You did, unfortunately. Yeah. I had Skamakla, I believe. So you didn't get all the points on your own. So yeah. uh, I picked something up, which is good. I don't know what the table is at the moment. I'm sure we'll come to that later. Um, before, so we start, to. before we start, shall we go to Matthew? Who's Matthew? Uh, Matthew, Mig, Matt, whatever we're calling him these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, you find us on Twitter. Uh, we are at Bubbles underscore podcast. Facebook with a pretty Bubbles podcast and Instagram with pretty underscore Bubbles underscore podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, go and like the video, subscribe if you're not already subscribed and hit the notification bell to get notified whenever one of our new videos goes up. And of course, we're on the usual podcast platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, as well as others. So you can find us there and leave us a review, a like, whatever that you can do on those platforms. We would appreciate anything. Got it down to a T. Excellent. Excellent work. Um all right, should we move on to uh, the performance Saturday evening? It was Saturday, yes. We were down the pub, Matt, wasn't we? Um, Saturday yeah, evening, finally, finally got a, a win that we we were desperate for. Um, we've actually got a pretty good record against Wolves of recent times, I believe we spoke Ooh. about in the last pod. Jamie, you was there. Talk us through it. What was it like being there? Was it, what was the atmosphere like? I've heard it was quite a tetchy atmosphere. Um, yeah, I think early you could tell it was a bit tetchy. As I said to my jack uh in the game i was like if you're up the top of the league and near the, like playing a team who are struggling and they had the first five or so minutes of the ball and like controlling but they're not like doing much fans aren't going to get tetchy because they're like we'll come good we'll be fine but where we were struggling that time of the season we're near the bottom we, we felt like it was a must-win game i think the fans wanted us to come out all guns blazing and be the better team from minute one but i was like to wallop like Look, right now, I'm not worried. Like, you could tell the nervous atmosphere was around going, God, we've started poorly here. Are we going to lose? And it was like, no, we'll be fine. Like, if Wolves dominate the ball, I don't care because I think it suited us to counter-attack. So you could tell it was techy. I think you could get the sense we had to win. And ultimately, we came good. Um, I think the thing I was most pleased with was not that we just won, is we won comfortably. Like, it wasn't a grind out, dirty, one-nil win where everyone walks away and goes, fuck me, that was ugly, but we won. It was, nah, we were clearly better than them. Like, nothing really bothered us. Everyone walks away from the stadium game. Yeah, easy. Three points on the ball, clean sheet. We'll take that. Uh, normal surface resumed. It, and... it looked like, while you are on that, Jake, it looked like a, a West Ham win of the first sort of period mm. of noise under the... Not under the cost, but they had controlled the ball for, for, for large periods of the time. And we, we didn't look in any sort of bother. Mm. Counted well. When we did attack, we looked dangerous. It, it, it just looked like the West Ham that we've sort of learned to sort of love with Moyes a little bit, I think, more. What do you take on that? I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, like, no one would ever say when West Ham were winning games and we came six and seven that most of that time... We were a ball-dominant side where we played like Man City and we played teams off the park. We were just efficient. And we've always been a good counter-attacking team. No one's disputed that. And I think we lent into that more. Like, 
Wolves weren't great, but they weren't a terrible side. Like you could tell in their transitions, like midfield wise, they're not bad. Defensively, their shape was solid. They just can't score. Like they they just don't create enough chances, and that was their biggest downfall. They're not a horrific side. It's weird. I thought they looked a better team when Costa come on, actually. Um, I know he's not played a lot of Premier League football of late and really any football of late, but they look like they had a bit of a vocal point. And if he gets going for them, they could be quite dangerous, actually. Um, especially, I think Matt mentioned it last week, their midfield. Um, and we actually, I thought Rice and Suchek were very, very good at the weekend. Their midfield is right up there as three of probably, as a three, take out them sort of top four teams. That three midfield is right up there with the best in the league. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it, it massively helped us that Neves had to drop into centre-half, I think, as well, because that takes away a lot of their control in the midfield and quite a bit of their creativity as well. 100%. I was very surprised that he did play there and not someone like, because we thought it was Johnny to start off with. Mm. Um, I'm very surprised it was uh, Neves that low. Matt, we watched it down the pub. What did you think of the game as a whole? Pretty much echoing what Jamie said, really. They... Had a lot of the ball early doors, but didn't really create anything. I think at one point I saw there was like a, a stat comes up, last 10 minutes possession, and they had 85% of the possession in that last 10 minutes. But in that time, I don't think they had a shot, let alone a shot on target. So it's all well and good having that ball, but they weren't doing anything with it, and it wasn't in dangerous areas. And we looked pretty comfortable and contained them pretty well. So you just had to ride it out, make the most of the ball when you do get it, which we, we, we eventually did. And then... Once you felt like once it went to one nil, not that we not that we were cruising or anything, but I, I couldn't see them getting back into the game. Kara mm. going to right back, I think, was a very good move. We spoke about it potentially happening last week on the pod. I was a bit surprised it did happen, but also I think it worked out really well because I think he had a very good game down that right hand side. Um, managed to bag himself in a, a fluky assist as well for Bowen's goal, um, <laughs> but. Overall, I think it's just what the doctor ordered for us, really. We need to take this momentum into Thursday and then again into Sunday because if we can win both of them, this could really kickstart our season now. Mm, definitely. Mm. Yeah, that Kara uh, at the right back, it made sense because obviously Kufau's not played very well. And it also brought Dawson back in, who is just... For someone that cost us so little and it has not had the... One of my, he's not had the best career ever else he's been. It's not like he's absolutely... He's been a he's been a major player for these other teams, but for us, he just he just seems like a club that he's just suited to, and he was he was solid. He's, it just reminds me of a, a James Collins sort of player again, someone that puts everything on the line. I, the fans I, absolutely adore him now as well. I did message you too, and I said, "Is he our best pound for pound signing in the last five ten years?" Like, yeah, he is three million pound, hundred percent. Yeah, like he isn't our best signing, but considering the cost and the value we've got out of him, I can't think of many better signings in terms of what they've done for the value we paid. Antonio, he's up there. Um, Creswell oh, potentially as well, because the, the, the length of time we've had Creswell for, yeah. um, and he has been a very good servant to the club. And on and off, he's had very good spells at left back, so he'd be up there as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, you can even put Fabianski in that, really. Didn't cost us like yeah. money from what a keeper he's been since coming in. Um, I'm a big fan of Kera, but you see the difference in how solid we were with Zuma and Dawson at the back. It's like we had, I think Kera, Zuma, and obviously you've got Aguirre coming back in at some point as well. But mm. Dawson just seems to be that leader. Mm. 
and someone that you you've obviously that team's got very used to having on the pitch the last couple of years, and it just seemed like we were more solid. Um, and right, our corners have not been great this year, but what what danger he is at set pieces as well. It's always always Andy having him in the side for sure. Um, going through going from the game, and we'll talk about individual players a little bit. Bowen, um, obviously on the score sheet again. Um, he, he sort of got he sort of played a massive part in the first goal as well, breaking into the box. Mm. Better performance from him. Looked like a bit more yeah. back on what we what yeah. we wanted, Jared. Yeah, he was really good. I thought he was really good. Like felt like it. Hopefully, that's the turning point. Getting in a goal. I'm not saying an assist because it won't really an assist. Counts yeah. on FPL though. That's all that matters. Did they give it on FPL? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's unbelievable. Because I had that bet. I had Skamak at a score. Bowen assist. Bowen to score or assist. And at that time, they hadn't given Bowen the assist. And obviously, he scored afterwards. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. A lot better. Um, thought the attacking line looked a lot more fluent. I know Cornet went off injured in the first half, but it just looked better. And to be honest, I thought Skamaka was the best player on the pitch by quite a distance. The player, he just had a yard, an extra yard compared to everyone else. His passing is really good. Pass to Bowen for the first goal is really decent. He's bet he's really strong in the air. He's good at his feet. There's not much about him not to like. And I just felt like we were better when he was on the pitch. And Antonio done well when he came off the bench. Yeah. He stretched him and he came up against the centre bag that was on a yellow card. It was fine. And I think that's the better way to us to work at the moment. I'd also still have no problem seeing them both together. Because the way the way they do it, the way Skamaka can drop off and pick that ball up in holes, it could release Antonio in a completely different way. Obviously, you lose that player in midfield, but at some point we are going to be a goal down and we've got to see him play together. Yeah, I agree. Also, Suchek was better today, uh, on Saturday too. That was my next player to come on to. Yeah, it looked like he'd finally sort of... Because there was rumours during the international break when he got back that him and Moyes were going to have a sit down and sort of try and work out why his forms dropped and stuff like that. There were there were a few rumours about that. But he did seem to be a lot more... Back to what back to what we know he can be. Mm. Uh, I thought he was very good. And it sort of just let Rice play. Rice again was... It's very hard to very hard now to say like when his last real real bad game was. Um, I know he's not been at his complete best at the start of the season, but he just looks like he just he's just a different class player at the moment. I think, as we said the other day, if, if Rice is playing well, we'll keep winning games of football. Yeah, mm, we need we need them to to keep up these standards. I think the problem that Rice has had is Suchek's been so below his standard that he's set that Rice has to pick up the extra slack and he's basically trying to do two people's jobs, which is impossible at the Premier League level. So if Suchek can keep up the, the standard of performance he showed on Saturday, then that gives Rice more freedom to play his natural game, which will hopefully result in more positive results for us. Yeah. Do we think this is our strongest lineup? Like, Corne is probably the only person you'd go, is he? Because other than that, I don't think there's many arguments about who... Exactly. Are we talking of fit players right now? Everyone's fit. So everybody's fit. Is who would you say comes into the team? I'd, I'd like to think Oged is good enough to come into that side, either for Dawson or Zuma. And I think you could swap either or out. Um, yeah, uh, you've got cool. to look at you've got to look at Suchek as 
as the player that we know he's fit and playing well that he that he starts. Mm. But I still wouldn't mind seeing Paqueta deeper because then that also yeah. gives you Cornet, Fornells, Lanzini who's barely getting a kick. Ben, ben Marmer, who's, who's who really, if you think about it, has probably been our best player at, up to this point this season. Yeah, didn't get on at the weekend. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it is it's great to have a plethora of options. Um, especially when you're it's playing. a big word for you. Yeah, I think <laughs> And he used it correctly as well. And it makes sense, I know. <laughs> I was like, um, on at 10 past two going, oh, but yeah, um, it's, it's great to have those options, especially playing now. Because I think I, I worked it out up until the World Cup, which is what they break up the second week of November for the World Cup or something like that. We mm. play every, I think we've got a game every sort of four days. It's like yep. Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, all these. So to have those options, also with the likes of Downs and Coventry as options in mm. that midfield as well, it should give the likes of Suchek and Rice a break. I think you'll go, I know we'll come on to it, I think you'll go strong on Thursday because if you beat them beat them away Thursday, yeah, pretty much you're gonna, you know you're going to top the group out. Oh, it's more like, I don't know what the other teams are on. I'm just going to check that now uh, to see what other points... Uh, the other teams are on. <coughs> and they're on four. FCSB are on one and Silkeborg are on no. Yeah. You fancy, yeah. if you beat these, you can lose to them. You don't obviously want to lose to them at home, but if you beat them away, you only need another win out of the next three games to top the group out on 12 points. Yeah, you'd be five points clear with three to go, definitely. So, um, obviously, and the Lecton Bucharest playing each other. Yeah, the highest points they could finish on is 13. So if you get four more points, you're absolutely fine. And you fancy you fancy beating Silkeborg at home. Yeah. And probably even Anderlecht at home, really. You've got to fancy beating them at home. Silkeborg's our last game in the group, isn't it, at home? So you're like... If You'd we love get to be done by then, wouldn't you? Yeah. Put the kids out like we did last yeah. year against... Because um... I'm not... Uh, I'm not Let me have a look at the fixtures. Go on. Yeah, I, I, to be fair, I'm taking my dad for it. If I, the game I'm taking to, we put out the kids. It's like, happy birthday, dad. Have this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. Because, other... Well, while, while I'm on the fixtures out, the week, um, Silkeborg isn't the last game. Um, oh, Stout Blue Crest away is oh. the last game. Um, but after the Silkeborg game, you play United away on the Sunday at 4.15. So if you can if you beat Anderlecht twice, you can literally start going into Silkeborg and Stour and literally not playing anymore. Yeah, basically. Unless Bucharest go and beat Silkeborg twice, then they can go to ten. Is that correct? Yeah, but if you beat uh, Anderlecht twice. Yeah, it's yeah, let's be honest, it's ours to lose at the moment. I even Anderlecht, have you seen their record? One goal scored, none conceded in their two games. So they're playing absolutely yeah. fantastic football. We could, we can definitely come on to him a bit more in a minute. Um, I'm sure. Um, any other players you want to sort of talk about from Sunday's performance, Saturday's performance? Not, sorry, not so much the player overall. We've spoken about him a bit, but I just want to sort of sing some praises about Skamaka's finish. Uh, he took that so well. Like, I know it took a little deflection, but his first touch, it just pops it up beautifully for him, and then he just smashes it into the corner. Like, that is the sort of strike you would not see Antonio Berrien. It's the perfect, like that game couldn't have gone more perfect for the people that have been clamming, uh, clamoring for the uh, signings to come in. 
because you brought it on your striker who we pay big money for, hasn't really got a go. He plays, he's man in the match, scores a goal, and everyone agreed he was fantastic. Uh, Paquetta played, Courtney played, and Courtney went off injured. Kerr went to right back, we kept a clean sheet. It's almost like it was one of them games where if we gritted it out and barely won, Moyes would have gone back to probably his status quo, and everyone would have gone, nothing's changed. Because we won so comfortably, he's probably got to carry on going forward with this, and that will suit us more, I think. Works out as well that you play you play a Fulham side on Sunday. I know they've got some good results already, but they're going to have no Shalabar got sent off at the weekend. Mitrovic also come off at the weekend with a knock, potentially not available. You've got to look, you've got to go into that that game at at home as well. It is at home, isn't it? At the weekend, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You have to go into that really, really looking at three more points. Um, yeah, agreed. And that's the game. That's the game. If, you, if we lose out at home, I'll have the right arm, like because we should be beating them at home. Um, yeah. The, what we spoke, you spoke very little. Well, we spoke very little about him. You mentioned him, Paqueta at the weekend. Looks like he's just just sort of starting to get used to this Premier League football. Yeah, he's he's very confident on the ball. He always backs his ability on the ball. He's just hoping that goal comes along very soon and hopefully it just comes with time. But right now, you can see the quality in the player and I wouldn't just keep giving him time. Like, that one the lead. There's a reason we signed him and everyone raved about him. 100%. <coughs> Obviously, goals are great and it's a, it's, it's a good thing. But he, if he keeps... The thing I love about him, every position he is on the pitch, he wants a football which straight away helps Rice out. And I know we've got a few of them. Fournals is similar, Lanzini is similar. But you can definitely see the quality of him on the ball compared to these other players. That if he stays fit, he's going to be a real a real good signing for us going forward. Yeah. Big yeah. time. Mm. He just looks good, doesn't he? Like, he look, everything yeah. about him on the football, he looks good. He also wants to put a tackle in. And I see some highlights of him. He won four or five headers in the midfield as well. For, for, a smaller, for a smaller size player, we've got a good player there. And I'm really looking he's forward a, to seeing him. He's a battler, isn't he? he will, yeah. He's not afraid to stick a foot in. He'll take a couple of hits. And, yeah, that's that's what we love from our players, especially in that midfield area. Definitely. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing him on a couple of free kicks as well. Um, I think he's, he's <laughs> he can't be worse than Skamakas. Oh, God, yeah. yeah how bad was that? <laughs> no, definitely that not. Is terrific. <laughs> definitely not. Um, I know... I just want to talk about him, even though we're not a Premier League podcast. How ridiculous is Erling Haaland? Oh, mate. I always feel better now that he only scored two against us. Like, it's absolutely farcical how good that player is. Also, and... I'd like to point out how well we played against them, but how bad were United at the weekend? Mm, it weren't yeah. good. They just started to turn uh, their form and then they come up against the best team in the world and Absolutely wiped the thought. If you're, not, if you're not playing Casemiro in that game, why have you signed him? Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well, like that's that's a lot of money on him as well. Was he mm-hmm. 60 million? And he's sitting on a bench. Yeah. Right. Surely that's a game that you want. He's got he's got big game experience. He's gonna come in and absolutely rattle someone as well. Right. You just it should, would have been an easy it. booking back oh, back booking in that game, wouldn't it? <laughs> um what was I going to say? I was going to say something on City then. Is it, would it be a, um, can't think of the word, 
is it a failure for them if they don't win the Champions League this year? It's got to be. Probably. Because they're just so much clear of every team. Like, I can't think of a team that's close to them in the world at the moment. Like, Barcelona look better, but they're still Barcelona, right? Bayern Munich, decent. But there's not a team out there that you say has gotten the undoubted quality that City have. And right now, like, the way they're going, I just can't see a team that even comes close to beating them. The defence is their issue, but even a Kanji looks fucking brilliant. And they signed him. He's straight in and just like he's been there yeah. for ages. Yeah, like they've got four quality <laughs> centre backs. It's absolutely uh, four, five quality centre backs, and it's so horrible to see because they're just so much better than everyone. The only team that really in the last couple of years that have given them any sort of run is Liverpool. <coughs> Liverpool look a shadow of themselves, um, especially with their, their midfield three. Thiago don't look right for me. Doesn't look like he wants to move anywhere. Trent, Trent defensively, good Jesus, right. I'd fancy beating him at the moment. He's horrendous defensively. Um, Let's not go to extremes, though. However, great free kick last night. I'll give him that. It was proper postage stamp free kick. But um, yeah, you can't even see Liverpool taking them close at the moment because you just you just think that Liverpool are going to concede goals against them. Can I be honest? There's only one team in the Premier League that I think can put them close right now, and that's, that's Arsenal. That. Arsenal. Yeah. If they, Arsenal are the second best team in the country right now, and I don't even think it's close. They look. Fucking brilliant. They've got the best centre half in the league probably at the moment in William Saliba. Like they Saliba. I think as someone said, Arsenal could be brilliant this year, end up on like 80 odd points and could not be in a title race because City will run away with it. And I think that's gonna happen. It's just it's not even fair. They've got De Bruyne, who's the best passer in the world, and Haaland, who's the best finisher in the world. Like mm-hmm. just put them two in the same team and I mean We've said about it at the start of the season. If he stays fit, he will smash every goal-scoring record that exists in this country. What's your yeah. 15 already? 15 league goals. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Rory Jennings said he'll be lucky to get to 15 league goals. Fucking tall. You think that the way he's going now, he's going to be on 20 by the World Cup at least. Minimum 20. He'll really. be, be on 20 by this time next week. <laughs> and he has the World Cup off. Like, that's yeah. the other thing. Well, every other person's going to be out there playing in the sweltering heat of Qatar. He's going to be sat on a beach, tanning that, like, his body, just going, yeah. I'm fucking great. The only thing that can sort of put, that will maybe put the players off of that World Cup, because what's it? A good, it's a good month and a half off, isn't it? And I'm mm. sure they'll, the players that, players that are back at clubs will play sort of friendies and stuff like that. But you're going to lose that sort of match sharpness. For maybe yeah. games where some of the players coming back from all cut right, they might they they will be tired, but they still have that match fitness um, of training every day, stuff like that. So you might see a little drop off from from players that haven't played for a while. But then it, you also, as you say, it could, it could be the rest could help them out as well. So um, should we move on to Thursday and Sunday? Yeah, let's take a little break. Come on in. Thursday night in Belgium, 5.45 kickoff. Correct. Yeah, nice early one. Um, I think we didn't play any early ones last year, did we, Eva? We, we, yeah. we, 
Yeah. Our first game. Our first game. Zagreb was an early one. Was it? Uh, I thought they were all like the cup last year. I know the home ones were all like felt when they last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, fair enough. Um, I don't mind the early ones actually. Um, away from home in Belgium, as I said, and We should be beating these, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was looking them up um, beforehand, and their form this season isn't great. They've been struggling uh, in the league. Well, so they've lost Josh Cullen, haven't they? No, no big Josh. Yeah, exactly. So they're tenth. They're tenth in the league at the moment, uh, and in eighteen team league, uh, they're on thirteen points from ten games, uh, coming off the back of a one 0 loss at the weekend to Charleroi as well, who are in eighth. Um, so they are struggling. I was looking at like their starting eleven and things from that game, and they've got a, a couple of players that um, we'll know from following the Premier League. So Wesley Hurt at centre back, who was yeah. at Southampton, and yeah. um, Jan Tongen is there at the moment as well. And um, so is Fabio Silva on loan from Wolves. Um, so we go from, from from playing Wolves to his new side. Uh, did he? Did he? No, he didn't score against us last year, did he? I'm thinking of yeah. Uh, uh, he, he did score, I think, in the three-two uh, win where we went three 0 up. Ah, uh, that was it. Yeah, I thought he did. Yeah. So yeah, no, um, few teams, but like like we say, they are struggling uh, at the moment in the league. Jamie said one goal in their two uh, conference league games so far against the two worst side, worst, like lower sides in the group. So, and I'm sure we'll see some rotation from the side that started a little bit of rotation anyway. Like Soufal will come back in, and that goal they scored as well was a penalty. Oh, there oh, you yeah. go. So yeah, it's um, essentially two nil nil draws. Then really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an 84th minute penalty or something like that against Silk. 81st minute against Silkeborg penalty. Yeah, Silkeborg, so. sure. uh, to be fair, Silkeborg played some lovely football against us. Give me a joke. Yeah, there will definitely be some sort of changes, won't there? Um, I expect our bonnet to play potentially rest, rest Dawson as he's coming back from injury. Uh, probably Emerson for Cresswell. Uh, Emerson, probably, yeah. Ogbonna. Soufal. Soufal. Is there any update on Ben Johnson? Uh, no, no, not at anything. I think I think you have to give Downs another go. Um, do you, do you rest Rice or Suchet? Is the question. Uh, who played against um, Silkeborg more recently? I've played, didn't I, against Silkeborg? Yeah, yeah. I think it's so long ago now; it's almost irrelevant, yeah. isn't it? I'd probably rest Suchet, give Rice the game. Yeah. yeah. Especially all, after all, it's a game we've got to really go and win, so I'd definitely play Rice. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then Antonio probably comes in. Yeah, yeah. Antonio comes in. Ben Rama comes in. Probably Lanzini comes in. So the thing we're talking about, like we're talking about, quite making quite a lot of changes here, but it's still a strong side. Hundred yeah. percent. That's the difference from this time definitely. last year, where we was at this point last year to now. Yeah, we've we're not well. We have strengthened our first team, but we've also strengthened depth then. Like our depth this time last year on our bench, we were bringing on the likes of Noble and and players that couldn't and Yarmolenko that couldn't really sort of affect games of football. When now at the weekend we brought on four nails, we had Ben Rama sitting on the bench. Um, we got Lanzini sitting on the bench, so we've got our strength and depth so much better at this point of the at this point now. Which you've got to give. I hate giving him credit, but you've got to give Moyes and Newman credit for doing that. So, mm. Yeah, fair play to both of them. Um, predictions for it then. Actually, before I do, Matt, have we played these before? 
I'd be shocked if we haven't. Like, they're huge. Yeah, do you know, though? Did, didn't anyone watch the Liverpool game last night? Nah, I had the Tottenham game on down the pub, and that was awful game. Just like um, shit. Liverpool had never played Rangers before in a competitive game. Wow. Yeah. Said it before the game last night, yeah. Yeah, never never once had played at Anfield in a competitive game. Yeah. So that, have we got anything? That actually is a bit of a shocking one. It's just loading up now. We've played them once before. Beat them. The Cup Winners Cup final <coughs> in nineteen seventy six and we lost four two. Ah. So on Jamie's Law of Averages, we do one. A lot has changed since then. <laughs> yeah, a lot has changed since then. Um Okay. Uh, predictions, what are we going with? I think we win. I think we win comfortably. Um, I'm hoping we finally get a clean sheet in the Europa Conference League. So, 3 0. No, actually, sorry, take that back. 2 0 again. We'll go 2 0 again. Uh, in terms of goal scorer, I'll go Antonio. And if he don't start, I'll change it. <coughs> I've gone with go. uh, go what, oh, what, go what have you gone with? No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not spoiling it for you. You might copy uh, me. Terrible. Uh, I'm going to go with 3 1. 3 1 West Ham. Um, and I'm going to go with. I'll start with Antonio and see what the team's like. I was waiting for you to go with Fabio Silva. <laughs> yeah. Go <on> <laughs> Jan <laughs> go on in, I have on? gone for uh, 3 0. I'm confident, probably wrongly so. Uh, and I have gone for Ben Rama, but we'll see if he starts um, and then yeah. we'll see where we go from there. Just as an update after Saturday's game, like you said earlier, Dal, um, you had Skamak, the first goal scorer, and you went for 3-1, so you picked up seven points. Jamie had the 2-0 win, uh, so he also picks up seven points, and I went for 0-0, so it's nil point for me. Nil point. In terms of the table, that leaves me bottom on 22 points and you both on 29. Flying. To be fair, I started I started like a beast last year and very quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, quickly. you you I, fell away yeah, badly. I don't like being in front. Um, yeah. So after Wall, uh, after um, Andalect on Thursday, we're back in Premier League action at home again at the London Stadium on Sunday, two o'clock kickoff, I believe. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm back. Sorry, very sorry. Um, um, yeah, two o'clock kickoff at home against Fulham. We need uh, just above us in the table, I believe. I think they're on 11, they're eleventh or twelfth, something like. They've had a pre- <coughs> they've had a pretty good start of the season, considering we know what they're like as a club. Um, as you should, we should be beating these as well, shouldn't we? Mm. Well, their last five games go loss, win, loss, win, loss. So they're due a win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah no, it's it's going to be a tricky one. Like I think if Mitrovic is back and fit, that's that's going to be mm. a hamper our chances. I think because he is he's hit the ground running this season. Um, he's been the Mitrovic that we all know he could have been if he was actually played by Scott Parker when they were in the league two years ago. So. 
Um, then they've got like the likes of Andreas Pereira who's come in and started off really well. Um, Palinha has looked fantastic for them. Palinha, the goal he scored um, just before the international break, can't remember who it was against. Was it Brentford? I can't remember. Um, was an absolute rocket into the top corner. So yeah, like they've got good players. They're there to be gotten at defensively though. Like if you look, at, I mean, I know they were down to ten men uh, for most of the game against Newcastle. They shipped five goals, but you just look at their back line and it doesn't fill you with much confidence. If the up starts and we don't score seven, he's fucking chinesoli. He is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen him? Have you seen any videos of him recently? Do you watch him in the, no. watch him in the game every week? I think it was a League Cup game. You just let a geezer walk past him and score. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, has he yeah. actually not been playing for him? I don't know. I, I haven't really even seen what they've been doing, but we out. should I'm be. Just... So on Saturday, they started with uh, Tosin Odorabayo and Tim Ream at centre back. I quite like Tim Ream. He, he played ninety minutes against Nottingham Forest, where they conceded two, but obviously gave one. Played 43 minutes against Newcastle, obviously, where they conceded four. So, 133 minutes of football, they conceded five goals. Mm. Yeah, um, great sign. Obviously, I'd like to see him play because I think Antonio or Skamaka would get, would definitely get the better of him, especially Antonio, I think, um, would, would, would absolutely run him ragged. But as you said, Matt, these are not the same Fulham that we've known in. The last couple of years, where they're just gonna just gonna like lie down in this Premier League, I don't think they're gonna fight all the way. Well, no team. I think it was after sort of seven, six or seven games. I can't remember which one. And they've got an X amount of points. No newly promoted team had ever gone down after getting that many points in their first six or seven games. So they've started off well, and I think they. I think if if Mitrovic stays fit and firing, and they've got that good squad around him making those chances, I think they'll be fine this year. I think that's yeah. the only problem. They haven't really got that standout backup for. Um... They signed. Do you remember that Carlos Vinicius that was oh, on yeah. the top? Yeah, I've just seen that. Yeah. Oh, and they've just signed Daniel James as well, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, but he's shit. Yeah, yeah. but he's, he's quick. He's he? fucking rubbish. He is very yeah. quick and can turn teams around. So you They signed William, who yeah. couldn't even play well for Corinthians out in uh, Brazil. So. No. Team an absolute weldy yeah. against us. The one, the one I do like, and I liked him the last time he was in the Premier League, is that Bobby Cordova Reed. He's yeah. got a little bit about him. He's a good player. So they've got they've got they've got some good players. Let's put it that way. Um, you say Pereira. It won't. I think we'll win, but I don't think it'll be a. I think they might give us a bit more than Wolves did at the weekend. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just looking at it, then likely team sounds like it'll be Burnt Leno, Kenny Tete, Tossi Adarabio, Tim Ream, Antonio Robinson, Harrison Reed, uh, Andres Pereira, Joe Palina, um Mitrovic, obviously, if he's fit, Bobby Cadova Reed, and then the other one, Nissan Cabartano, has been getting their most uh, time in terms of the team. So, I, I don't think the defensive line is actually that good. Tim Ream is dog shit. And yeah, I agree. I think that's the thing. I think that defensive lineup we had on Sun Saturday was really solid. And hopefully they can deal with their front three. And my God, if we can't break down that back four, then yeah, that's not good on us, I think. 
It's a big game for us as well, because if you look at some of the teams around us, they're going to have some tough fixtures coming up. Um, Southampton are immediately below us, go to City this weekend. Mm. Um, and even if you look at teams like sort of three, four <laughs> points above us, you could say, look, like, we're three points behind Liverpool at the moment. They play Arsenal this weekend. We could go level on points with them. <laughs> mm. Yeah. We're not that far away. Our next two games are both really winnable in Fulham and... Uh, Southampton win them, and obviously results go your way. You could be as up as like high as sixth or seventh, so it's tight. And our start of the season was tough. Like you look at it, we've played second in the league, third in the league, fifth in the league, fourth in the league. Um, uh, who else we played? Yeah, so we've played second, third, fourth, fifth. Four of our eight games have been at the top five, and so, we lost to the team at the bottom. Apart from so, Liverpool that are coming up, <coughs> apart from Liverpool that are coming up, we've got quite a nice run of games actually, and even Liverpool right now are gettable. So yeah, um, I've just I've just actually looked it up. Fabio Silva has come out and said that um, Mitrovic is a real doubt for the weekend. As is, I can't, I, I can't pronounce his name. Kazara. Defender. Oh, Kazara, yeah, the left back. He came off at the weekend, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, they are both they are both huge doubts for the weekend, and obviously they're missing um, Shalaba uh, through suspension. So if it stays like that, then you've obviously got to be quite happy with with how that will hopefully go. Um, you think we think we'll see the same starting lineup that's played that played Saturday? I think so. Yeah. Only if Cornet's fit. If Cornet's not fit, I think he brings him for now. That is, that is the one, yeah. If Cornet's not fit. But then you might even see him go Ben Rama, potentially, if he thinks if, if he thinks we can have Garton. Yeah. Kenny Tete's not a bad one of them. Yeah, he's probably their best defender, so that won't be an easy game for him. No. But yeah. No, okay. Um, what's your prediction for this one? Mate, you can go first this time. I am going 2 1 win, Jared Bowen. Straight in there. Go on, Jamo. Uh, I was going to go the same score, and I'll go first goal scorer to be. Actually, no. With no Mitrovic, I'm going to go three nil, and first goal scorer Skamaka. I'm going to go two nil, two nil West Ham, and I'm going to go with Skamaka. Got to stay with my guy. So that guy. My guy, um, that is that. Um, what is what's the fixtures coming up? So we play Fulham, then we've got Anderlecht again next week on the Thursday, um, and then Southampton away. Um, which I've just found out that my main midfielder for Pitsy is going to uh, on the week we play Stanham. So I'm not very happy with, and I'm sure you'll listen, I'm not very happy with you, Thomas Willits. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure we, can give him we are, we are not <laughs> no he doesn't care no um but yeah Southampton which again is winnable I think and then Liverpool again I don't know what's happening that day on uh, the 19th nothing major yeah we're <laughs> just going to be sat in a massive venue crowded around a phone probably we've uh just saying that we've just booked um we booked a, a little weekend away for, for after the wedding down at Bournemouth. And who have we got that weekend? Bournemouth. But we've had a Monday night at home. So, nice little uh, nice little one. Um, 
yeah, so <coughs> from this point on, we've actually got quite a nice run of games. Um, we'll be on probably, well, we'll probably just do the one a week and sort of double up on games, um, which I think yeah. works well, um, and go from there. So next week, we'll be back sort of probably around about the same day, Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, hopefully, we have three points in Europa League or Conference League and three points in the league. Anything else you want to talk about, boys, before we go? Uh, we have had a good run. Let's keep it going. Yes, definitely, definitely. All right, that's that's it from us. Thanks for listening, guys. As Matt said, everyone. Uh, 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 uh